Hey everybody, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together we go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan. I'm the lifelong fan. I'm familiar with all aspects of the franchise. Well, Ed here is familiar with Transformers, but it was really not something he ever got into when he's younger. So thanks so much for joining us. Ed, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. Do yeah. you uh do you happen to know what the most popular tabletop role-playing game is in the country of Japan? Tabletop role-playing game? Uh dude, I have no idea where to begin with it. Let's let's go. What would you say? What is it? It is actual. I know that I know the answer to this. Well, it's, uh, it's actually it's uh, Call of Cthulhu. The uh, the HP really? Lovecraft uh, RPG is by a large margin because everywhere else in the world, it's like Dungeons and Dragons is the, yeah. is the big thing. And then and everything else is like a very, very distant, you know, insignificant thing. But well, Call, Call of Cthulhu is kind of that uh, that has a very Japanese horror aspect, like body horror like going on mm-hmm. with all that. So um, do you mean like the uh, that big convoluted heavy board game that had so much stuff going on in the in the game no no not not arkham horror but like the actual oh. like the actual pen and paper role-playing game gotcha. called okay where you, where i've got arkham like, horror i've tried um, to play it like twice and it's stayed in the box it's so. not very it's not very a very fun game um call of cthulhu on the other hand is very mm-hmm. fun and i know this personally because i uh i've been playing in it uh recently i've been actually been uh indulging in my uh my one of my favorite hobbies which i haven't done in a very long time and i have a very fun a uh, very fun group going on, but um, nice. we've been doing this uh, thing uh, in before the games. We my one of my friends that plays with me lives by a gas station that sells wrap snacks. Do you know about you know about wrap snacks? You heard of these things? No, what's that? They're um, they're potato chips or popcorn or like Cheetos or whatever that are they have. Do you know them? Yeah, they have like a hip hop uh, artist branding on them or whatever, and like a, a specific flavor unique to that personality right so we've been like in the last uh couple of sessions we have been having a thing called a rap snacks rap battle where we get two of these and we each one of and we each this we state the case for each one before we even open the bag and predict which will be the better one and then we have uh we, we take all things into account we take in who the rapper is the tagline that he gets the the uh the graphics on the bag and then finally the flavor and uh, we've been having a really fun time with this. So uh, I figure, uh, I think I'm going to uh, start dropping some of these as a little bonus segment in these. Cause they were uh, extremely funny and we had a really good time um, uh, tonight. It was a dill pickle battle and uh, oh. it was very, it was very cool. So uh, not this week, but next week, I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to drop some of this in here. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, but Hey, so anyway, did you ever uh, in your life, did you ever have a moment where you knew that something was like, just like over and done? Like, um, where you were like, man, this is I, I jumping the shark. I think is the is the is the term that the the kids use. And <laughs> but uh, I don't think the kids use that. Ask is because what's that? <laughs> I don't think the kids use that. I think we use that. We use that. We we yes. are the, we are the kids. We're the kids in America. Um, so <laughs> related to this episode though, um, I, I was looking for spoiler. I was looking for a list of movies and TV shows that uh, that have uh, like clones in them that, that deal with the, with the the concept of clones or whatever, right? 
And, <laughs> but, but see, the thing is, but to, to be honest, I didn't really find a whole lot of really good stuff out there. I think there was like a, mm-hmm. like a, like a twilight zone or an outer limits that seemed pretty cool, but it wasn't really a whole lot to talk about. And um, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what, whatever. Um, but I did get reminded of the movie, the sixth day. You ever seen that? I've seen like parts of it. I've the, really the Schwarzenegger, the yeah, Schwarzenegger yeah. movie, yeah, yeah, yeah they, where he's fighting um, against um, Satan or something. Satan's coming back or whatever. I don't, I don't know. No, 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 no that, that's that, that's that's a different one. That's the one that came out before that. That's like End of Days, I think, or something. Oh, like End of that. Days, yeah, uh, sixth yeah. The sixth day was like another day. was it was what came out a couple years after this. Um, Wait, is it like a dystopian future? Um, it, it felt like I wanted to watch it, but I heard it wasn't really good, so I just didn't. I, I think it is about that. See, I've never seen this movie. Okay. Um, but yeah. the cover, the cover has him in these like like cyborg goggles and yeah. and like it, it's like a like a head on and it reminds me a lot in a really bad way. It reminds me a lot of all the of a lot of the promo uh, images of um, Anakin Skywalker from the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Remember the ones where he had the he had the helmet on and the, yeah. the the pod racing goggles. I hate that shot. I I loathe that that graphic. I hate seeing it and uh, I I didn't want to see it. But but Ed. But, this is pod racing. This is pod. This is this yes. is pod racing. Um, <laughs> I have man. <laughs> we're, we're gonna look. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to talk about Phantom Menace down the road here. Yeah. yeah um, please do. <laughs> so, but anyway, seeing the cover of the sixth day was when I was like, "Oh, Schwarzenegger's over. He's done." Because <laughs> he had a couple of movies like before that that were like, you know, I mean, I mean. He had a like a stretch where it was just banger after banger mm-hmm. after banger. It was nothing but good. You know, he you know, he had that stretch where it was like, you know, he did like Conan the Barbarian, Terminator, um, like Predator, Running Commando. Man, Total Recall, Commando, um, even Running like Kindergarten Cop and Twins. Those movies were great movies. And then, you know, he did a then but then you know, the, the turn was <laughs> like the the, the 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 left turn though was the last action hero where I was like, I was like, Oh, but you know, with perspective now, I'm like, that movie is actually pretty decent. It's not good, but it, but it's a lot of fun. And I like what it has to say. Cause it's almost like a, it's almost like a cool little, little like, ha ha to his career up to that point. Right. But then he he busted out and he did like true lies. And then true lies is, is, is a possible, like really good. One of his best movies. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know he did some other stuff after that. You know he did like Eraser and uh, like Jingle All the Way was okay. Um, it wasn't great, but it was Eraser like it wasn't bad though. I didn't mind it. It, it was okay. Um, but it, but he did End of Days. The End of Days was oh. he wanted he had never really done like a horror horror movie really, and that was supposed to be like a, like a horror film. And like so I, like I can't hate on that because it was like like okay he wanted to do something different than you know just be a, like a big strong dude. He's do, okay. This is you yeah. know a different shape. But the sixth day though. Though when that came out, when I saw that cover, I was like, "Oh, he's done," and he hasn't done anything good since then. It, nay, it, he has not done anything good since then. It, like, like, I, 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 maybe you could say the Expendables. Um, th- those those are fun movies, but I mean, it's like, eh, it's whatever. They're fun. That's it. Him getting all his buddies never... together and doing action stuff. Yeah, those new Terminator movies are like, yeah, all right, but yeah. like, it's like I don't need. I don't need Terminator movies outside of Terminator and Terminator 2, you know? Pretty much, yeah. We watched Terminator 2 like last week, which it still holds up so well. It's so good. Eddie Furlong, not so much, but the rest of the movie is great. Hey, yeah, I read can... an article once that said that um, uh, 
oh uh, christian bale was also up for that role at the time and uh imagine how much cooler that would have been if it was christian bale instead of edward furlong yeah mr uh when i think he did what pet cemetery some yeah pet cemetery too and he did some other small things but it didn't really mm-hmm. happen after that yeah just, but yeah so you have any things yeah you have any any moments where you where you where you where you were like in the moment you were like oh no oh, no this is it this is this is done yeah okay um so i was just watching a little bit of clerks three tonight which for what i've heard is really good actually it's it's a very like nice book ending of the uh yeah like the clerks you know movies the kevin smith stuff and uh, i think during um during the like i guess you know, late 90s early aughts there's a lot of i don't know i had a I had a problem with uh, him just running jokes into the ground he got to the point I, i'd watch something i'd laugh and then i'd watch it again like yeah i think jay and silent bob strike back and then like the uh the re the soft reboot or whatever of his uh of his franchise the the like the i guess the fan paid like the i don't know crowdfunded one he did i i wanted to like it there's a lot of things i wanted to like personally i think i, don't, I just don't like his wife but i wanted to like a lot of things about those movies but then going back and watching Clerks two, and then watching when I a little bit I did a Clerks three, I, I was like, okay, okay, this is okay. But I th- I thought that moment, watching those movies, it's just like that he's done. He's just gonna go and do spoken word shows with um Muse, and that's just gonna be the rest of his life. He's gonna get like to to like direct episodes of like whatever you know, um, CWS show is on, you know, with Marvel <laughs> or not Marvel DC show. Or he's gonna, you know, he's gonna write episodes of like Titans or something like that. And it's just gonna be it. He's gonna maybe write comic books and gonna go give his goofy big skinny grin that like, since he's got lost all the weight, he just goes all the time in the camera. I forgot this was his his life's gonna be, but I watched this and like, you know, I kind of like this. This is it's kind of wholesome, it's really good. I I felt kind of a redemption arc for him. That's that's a lot of the way I felt about it too. Um, I, I I'm I'm not really a fan of Clerks too. Um, I, I Jan Silent Bob Strike Back to me, what that was the point where with him where I was like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. This is done, and you know, because like like Dogma was the last good movie this mm-hmm. dude made. Um, but uh, Clerks two was like, there was he, he tried to do all, all that other stuff. You know, he did like a couple of he did like that some cop movie with Bruce Willis, and he did yeah. um. <laughs> he did uh, uh jersey girl and and, See, and all I, that you know he tried he tried to like make stuff outside of you know what he normally yeah. does but then um it, it, like like I, none, no one cared none of it worked and then, so he made clerks too and it, that that was that that to me was like really indicative of like his career because mm-hmm. it was like well like uh, you know Randall and dante were ended up going back to the the quickie mart and it was like to, to me that movie was that was the whole plot of of his life was that mm-hmm. i'm just going back to the quickie mart and then but this but this was like i don't know this this was like like you said it, it was like like a bookend it was like a it, it was like a i don't know just like a like a little like a little postscript and uh i i thought i thought it was it was it was a lot more sincere than than mm-hmm. than a lot of the movies because like I, I feel like like at some point his movies kind of became like about the jokes yeah, it's it like the first a couple were... of the a parody of the universe. All the movies just right. became more of a parody of that, right? And it, yeah. you know, because th- those first couple, they, I mean, they had they had you know like storylines that made that you know made sense, and then it was like you know after a while he was just making movies that were just self referential mm-hmm. jokes or like Star Wars jokes, and it was like I'm like man, yeah. come on, dude, like you know, it, like you're you're a grown man, like 
I'll, I'll totally, um, I'll be an apologist for Mallrats. It kind of holds up. I, I can't, well, I loved it, hated it. Got to point out, not that I love it, but you know what? I can see it. It makes more sense now. But also, coming back around to, um, to things like, you know, um, Jersey Girl, people wanted to hate that because it wasn't what he was trying to do, ch- chasing Amy. Those movies are actually, in my opinion, they're they're not bad movies. They're pretty good movies. They're not Chasing Amy is actually Chasing Amy is actually the best movie that he's ever made. Like the, the best know. like film he's ever made. Um, because it's not, you know, just you know, these these dumb jokes or whatever. It's actually a pretty heartfelt film. Yeah. Um you know, and I, I've talked about you know my my love, hate, and then come eventually, you know, cycle back to love thing with mall rats on this show in the past so if you want to hear that that's you true, need to yeah, go back actually. uh to like i think it's episode seven where we talked about that it's but. probably why i um went back and checked it out again so yeah probably gonna talk to you about it well, well let me check this out man because uh we we've had these discussions a lot over the years like mm. we'll say like man i don't know i like this you know like oh, okay well i'll check it out um much like transformers episodes but uh <laughs> yeah man what anything else you uh you think of that's really like hit that moment for you um yeah, this is real. This is really dumb. But uh, uh, there, there was um, I, I've talked before how how I, I like a lot of weirdo and like underground and alternative and you know punk rock and music and whatnot. And like uh-huh. like, and I, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be this guy, but like I, like I had heard Nirvana before Nevermind came out, and like mm-hmm. I was a fan of Nirvana before Nevermind came out. And when it came out, I was like, oh, this is really good. This is really awesome. This is a really good record. And um, like oh God, there was like I, I was. At some point, I don't remember where I was. I was somewhere like at, at a beach or something like that. And like there was like a dude like with a sideways hat on. And um he had a a low rider pickup truck. This is in like 1991. Like, like you know the dude I'm talking about here. I know I'm, exactly I'm, the guy I'm talking, talking about. about a guy that looks kind of like scumbag Steve, the scumbag yeah. Steve. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm with this guy, and he's got like a like a like a fluorescent yellow lowrider truck with tinted windows and, and a bass system. And this dude is just like blasting come as you are. And I was like, Oh, this is it. Oh, this is it's, done. It's done. It's done. We're, 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 this is not ours anymore. This is not my thing anymore. And uh, yeah. it was, I was, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Um, <laughs> See the, the resignation in your face. Listening yeah, to man. Yeah, like that. that's it, man. It's done. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it, it was a look of defeat. It was a very much a look of defeat. And then, but the, you know, then in utero came out, and I was like, oh, this record is really good. And uh, these dudes, these dudes are still really good. Uh, yeah, and I, actually, still, I still love all those records, but it was just one of those things where it was like, it, it that was more like, a, like a, the moment when you know that, like, the thing that's like your little thing mm-hmm. isn't like not your little thing anymore. And it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, these people don't get this thing. These people don't know. You, you don't get the like, Low rider truck dude doesn't get to have Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, honestly, um, I'm one of the, I'm one of those people who I love to stick with a band that I'm really loyal to for years and years and years. And you've made no qualms about the fact you just don't like bad religion. And uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, I listen to that. After, after suffer, after um, suffer. I don't even like. Oh, I don't even. You know what? Um, Okay, here's here's the thing with Bad yeah. Religion, right? Is like my friends and I got that first record, yeah, when we were in high school, and mm-hmm. it was like that that record is a ripper. It's an absolute like like garage punk ripper, and uh, not gonna we, be any worse. 
Yeah, we, like, yeah. How, how how could hell be any worse? We love that record, and uh, that was a very formative record for us. And then, um, Bad, after Bad Religion put that record out, and this was before we were we'd even bought this. Like they had like four records out whenever you know at this time. But um, after they put that record out, they they split up for like like six months or a year. And they mm-hmm. reconvened. And they 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 really overhauled their sound, and they did a lot of these um, uh, like a lot of like harmonies, like a lot of like like yeah. three and four part harmonies in, in these songs. And um, if, if you're used to just hearing that first record where it's just like, like Greg Graffin, I think it was, was it Greg Graffin that yeah. did vocals yeah. on that. Um, it, it's just his like kind of like raspy kind of yelly voice. Mm-hmm. And, but then like those later, those like the subsequent, like like basically everything they've done since then, but like the, the ones that were out when we were kids, you know, when we were in high school was like, mm-hmm. it was super polished and it didn't, it wasn't as like raw, but like, those harmonies like when we first heard those we were like this is like a barbershop quartet played at like <laughs> like triple speed and uh it was really off-putting and i was like oh i was like i don't never i'm never gonna listen to this but the thing is like th- there are bad religion songs that have shown up on like comps and like and now like playlists or whatever um that i'm like oh that song's really good but i have intentionally never gone back and listened to any of those any of those i've never listened to against the grain or suffer or um generator or uh recipe for hate or whatever mm-hmm. um like the classic albums or whatever and the reason i haven't is because year like 2 years ago when you and i were plotting this podcast out we came up with a segment where we were going to swap records at the end. We were going to swap sure. records. And I'm all, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to give you a record. You're going to give me a record and we're going to listen to something we never listened to before and talk about it. And uh, so yeah. I have intentionally for you, for, you, <laughs> I have intentionally for me, never yeah. listened to, I've never listened to those records. So one, one day we'll do that segment. Yeah. And I'll listen well, to that's the thing though. Um, I think I, I, I take some introspective on bands you really like for a long time and they're, they're inevitably their sound changes. I've had that uh that happen with uh, Nick Cave of the Bad Seeds, when it was just him, Nick Cave, and he's doing his own little pro- side projects. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of put all this effort into uh, the Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, um, um, you know, soundtracks that he does, which are fantastic. And his regular Nick Cave albums are just bad. I oh, think I once, you, once you get off heroin, it just goes bad. <laughs> you get clean and you're happy. You're not sad and melancholy and you know emo anymore. You know, the sound isn't as good anymore, but I mean, that's, it's like a certain kind of uh place you are. And I think with, um, you know, I had this weird thing. Uh, I, I kind of discovered by religion at the gray race, which is one of their, uh, their, their more mainstream albums that they had come out. Then I started like walking back to each, each year and previous to that, like, you know, recipe for hate generator, this kid in uh, high school, he always, we used to wear this against the grain t-shirt. And I was like, what is that? And he was kind of like, give me crap about it. Cause I didn't understand what, what it was. I didn't know the band. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's actually a good album. So I started walking back those albums and mm-hmm. yeah, I got to the point where I listened to, um, how can hell be any worse? How could hell be any, any worse is such a California punk garage punk album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah 100% it, it, is. It's so off putting going backwards and finding that because like, Oh, that sounds like other pink punk bands. I listen to. Okay. That's, it's it's not discerning enough to me, whereas that harmonizing actually was something I, I kind of like I like to walk back to the its its roots essentially. Mm-hmm. So I came up from a different angle. So yeah, I completely understand that. But uh, I get to the point now where, uh, you know, the guy the guys are they have me in their sixties at this point. They're still putting on music, and the last, yeah, the last uh, album I liked 
was only because um, I was out in California working at the time. I was uh, I was working for a couple weeks out there, and it was during some of the worst wildfires. And I was watching the mountain on fire as we were going back from the job to go to the hotel to stay. And you know they they wrote a song about you know um, um, Los Angeles is burning is the name of the song. And I was like I I it was he wrote it at the same time, and it's it's more than just the wildfires, but you know just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like. I had a connection to that. So that's really the last time I had a connection to their music, but I totally get what you're saying about that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, I don't know. There's, there's a ton of bands that, that like I like that, like I just don't really care about anymore. And yeah. like they put records out and I'm like, I, like, I don't really want to hear anything that Wilco does anymore. Um, like I, I love those first like four records, but like, I just like, I'm glad they still put out music. If they played live in town, I would go see them. Um, yeah, totally. Same thing with, uh, uh radiohead weezer uh, like 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 dude like you guys haven't done anything good in years but like i still like <laughs> there's still there's enough goodwill from those early records that i'm like okay cool but my problem um, i think is um with a lot of the music ends up being just being a clone of everything else speaking of clones ooh, oh oh clones is like a prime problem here it is it's a it is very much a prime problem it's bad um <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty awful yeah so um so this is a, a prime problem written by Dick Robbins and Bryce Malik. Did you look at these guys at all? What they did? Uh, we've talked about Bryce Malik on the show a few yeah. times. Um, Dick Robbins, on the other hand, uh, he, he is a very prolific uh, writer here. He wrote um, for Smurfs, uh, Monchi Chi, um, a lot of the, uh, the, 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 the plush cartoons. Yeah. Uh, actually, he did. Um, he did some uh, some Sid and Marty Croft. He was the, mm-hmm. the the developer of the Godzilla cartoon uh, that I was a big yeah. fan of. Um, he did. Uh, he wrote a lot of uh, Laugh Olympics, which I was also a big fan of. Yeah, same here. Um, but he also wrote some episodes for a show called Big Seamus, Little Seamus. Did you find this? I did not. What is that? Okay. It sounds really awkward. I, I had never heard of it either. And so th- this was a Brian Dennehy show where he was the lead actor on this i'm gonna read the synopsis for you here oh please so, i can't wait to hear so, this so sit down and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and grab a grab a beverage my seat. Uh, okay we're good all right <laughs> arnie sutter was the house detective at the hotel arsonia in atlantic city new jersey usa prior to legalized gambling after gambling was legalized, the arsonia got a second lease on life and built a new casino which brought in more undesirable elements into the hotel. Arnie must now chase prostitutes, con men, thieves, etc. in order to keep the casino clean. Arnie, who lives in the hotel with his 13-year-old son Max, works for George Corman. Other characters on the show include assistant manager Stephanie Marsh, desk clerk Jerry Wilson, and Jingles Lodestar, an undercover security guard (laughs) posing as a cocktail waitress. Jingles Lodestar, Jingles Lodestar. That's that's yes, Jingles Lodestar. He's not an extra off Spaceballs. You're 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 sure, right? Jingles Lodestar, yeah, man. Dude, um, I gotta find that guy or girl. It, well, a uh, cocktail waitress. So yeah. Oh, I cocktail waitress. Assume, so yes. Yeah, I would, I would so um, yeah. So I mean, like you know, I, that's gotta be like a showgirl. Or the James name like Jean. I don't know, man, but I, but I'll tell you what, though, uh, I, I, we're, we're officially renaming this show to Big Seamus, Little Seamus, and we're only covering uh, the canonical 13 episodes of Big Seamus, <laughs> Little Seamus uh, moving forward. Did they, all, did they all show on TV somewhere? Because I never heard of the show. 
I've never do. I'm, I'm sure that's a show that is lost to the ages. I'm sure that show doesn't. That there's probably some dude in like Iowa that has like every episode on VHS in his basement. He's, he's like me, except all this stuff behind him is like big Seamus, little Seamus merchandise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So so, uh, so yeah, this I mean, episode we go right into an earthquake. We don't. There's no, no narration. No earthquake. Just, just yeah. I gotta say, as much as we like to uh, bag on bad animation, they did a really good job of doing a lot of heavy shadows and washed out features because of the uh, the light coming from this. And uh, there's like weird filter on the uh, on the I guess the cell shading, or maybe they added that later. Who knows? It's just, it's kind of like um, I don't know, rainbowish crystalline shimmer on this on the screen. Um. So yeah, they're. Uh, Sound or no, it's uh, Starscream wants to go check it out. He wants to run in there and like Megatron stops, like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> so uh yeah. uh Sal he gets Soundway to send in an auto scout, which is nothing we've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, so but they found some rare energy. Like oh, yeah, what like like these guys are these guys are like looking up for some records or something. They found some rare energy, dude. Like uh, they found like a they found like a real hard to find like Miles Davis record here. They're real into into this. Um, but yeah, so what is this tape? What is this? An auto scout? This is cool. I thought it was Ravage, but it was like a just a little little scooter thing. They never made one. Uh, third party company actually made one. I always like wanted to get it, but I want to pay like a lot of money for a little thing this big. But uh, yeah, so um, it's crystalline energy. Um, actually, you know, it's kind of funny. This this looks a lot like how they they depicted uh, like the Energon and Beast Wars, the Beast Wars uh, show. It was very crystalline. Uh, it was there was like it was no like you know put oil in a cube. It was all you know raw. But uh, there's this there's this thing they they send the Scott down there and Megatron has the weirdest awkward line. Describe more fully about the crystals. He's trying to figure out what's going on with them. Apparently they're colonium crystals, and colonium, colonium crystals. Which like, could you have been more hamfisted with like clones? Like, but like, yeah, the I don't know. The subtitle said coronium and colonium, so it's just kind of been. So he says it, but uh, he's, dude, he's just describing rutilated quartz. It's like it's quartz with like rods of other stuff, and that's, that's rutilated quartz. But apparently, it's a special quartz. So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> right on cue, the Autobots show up, and uh, you know, of course, they they all get up there and transform. And uh, and uh, here's some kind of I don't know. Uh, it was uh, one of these weird lines that, like, he said something about you know, there's danger ahead, and Starscream goes up. Oh, the danger you can handle is already here. Floptimus Prime. Floptimus Prime. But dude. the subtitles say "Flop the Bus Prime." Right. I saw. Yeah, I caught dude, that. I caught that. The subtitles hey, are. Colonium crystals are the most rare and dangerous form of energy. Yeah. In the solar system. Just there are all. There's a whole lot of them there. Yeah. If it's, it's that a rare whole ravine full of them. Hey, there was a lot. There was a lot of, uh, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but the Autobots are here, and uh, uh, like Jazz, they're all really impressed with the with the lights glowing off of these oh, things. Yeah. They're really into this thing, and like uh, uh, Jazz even says that he would uh, dazzle multitudes of music lovers if he could put on a light show like that. Yep, he 100%. really wants to. Yeah, he wants to. Uh, he wants, he he wants, wants to do to uh, Laser Floyd, or you know, yes, 
like the uh the blue oyster cult laser show yeah yeah that, that's probably more speed actually so <laughs> Dude, jazz now jazz wants to hear like like parliament he wants to hear like bootsy collins or something he like does 100 mothership come on but uh yeah there's this, this whole thing where um you know they're they're all attacking him and like let's say like uh the three like uh, the three seekers like surround him to, you know to fight him and he starts he, he starts spitting um like i'm sorry there are only three of you thrashing less than four decepticons at a time is boring uh, he's just like man what the hell he got he got really really mouthy all of a sudden he did he also hit a belly to belly suplex on uh on, on one of them that was pretty cool um very scott steiner i was uh i was into that um yeah um so- yeah, Megatron has uh, the Egyptian lover send out Laserbeak. Oh, but you know, but you know what happened here? This this is a first. This is a Transformers first here. They recycled an insult here. They called him a tinfoil turkey, turkey again. Yep. Yeah, that was that's it was one of the best robot insults so far. And they uh, they're bringing it back. They brought it back. They brought it back. They brought it back. They, they played it back. There's games. I was totally down with it. And. Uh, <laughs> So Laserbeak's job here is to 3D scan Optimus Prime. He's like he's gonna 3D print him. Yeah, he so he like he gets um you know he shoots Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime falls. So Megatron says he needs full body 3D scans of him. And so well, I'm thinking like he's got to flip him over, stand him up, send him down. No, he's just like laying down. He's like, oh, you're so photogenic, Optimus. He's like laying on the ground with like his hands up and stuff, and like just he's like knocked down on the ground. And it was really kind of awkward, but <laughs> so he needs these holographic images to clone him. But okay, look, he already did it. This is season one. Remember he had that that uh, that robot that was in the in the uh, the base that the Starscream's like Optimus Prime, and uh, you know goes to like right. She's like no 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 no. So he's done this before. It's a rehash. He's already done this, but yeah. this is a perfect clone. <clears throat> so. They get back, you know. Get it gets back, and uh, Optimus Prime is out in the ravine. He's he's out. Oh, by the way, uh, Megatron flew his rocket base to land by this by this ravine. He made a big point of that too. He was like, yeah. "I'm, I'm over here by temporary base." This <laughs> is a pretty nice temporary base. He's got cloning facilities in his temporary base. Um, <laughs> so he clones Optimus Prime. Which apparently, if they had this kind of technology, man, I'd be doing this all the time. Why would like, and and we'll, and we'll bring it up in a second too. But the yeah. thing is, is that it, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, this isn't really cloning because a cloning is where you replicate something on a genetic level. Yeah, um, and and I believe that I'm I'm meant to look it up to get a, an exact uh, date. But you know, there was a lot of talk about cloning around this time also in the in the real world. Oh, yeah. Real world factors have crept into the episode. um uh, i I believe this was um i i don't i don't have the exact timeline i don't feel like looking it up but uh the dolly dolly the sheep i think this is a little little bit later what's up i think it's a little before dolly the sheep but i know i was i was kind of thinking the same thing but there was a lot of this was this was like an era where there was a lot of talk about that kind of thing yeah 100 like oh like i think this is a thing we can do you know and it was like because it it wasn't terribly long after this and so it would have had to have been in the works and you know been in discussions for a while about that so and to um, be very dolly but what's that Dolly lived about the same amount of time so it kind of works um but yeah but they're not even like but they're not cloning though they're just making a copy they're they're like 3d printing another body and they're making a copy of this thing that's not like like i don't really necessarily 
if I if I burn you a CD, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm gonna clone you the new. All right, man. Look, look, don't don't be specious. Um, look, um, you know, <laughs> DNA. We I'm gonna we clone you a bad religion album. Oh <laughs> no, I've already done that plenty. Um, but uh, there's um, so you have DNA. You clone DNA, right? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 do they have, man? Is it RNA? Is it robo nucleic acid? Come on. Oh my God. What a, oh, Ew, I was waiting for that one. Jesus. <laughs> I like that. So now this, this, their, their life, if they are actually life, their life forms are living and you basically clone the same version of them. Isn't that the same thing? What <laughs> makes something <laughs> living, is man? It, is it though? I mean, like if you take an, if you take an AI, like is an is an AI alive? If you take an AI and make, you make a backup copy of an AI and you load it up somewhere else, is it the same AI or is it a different AI? Well, AI is not uh, actually truly alive yet, so uh, that's that's what yeah. I believe. I mean, but uh, you know, hey, look at this man. Uh, look, what is life? Do androids dream of electric sheep? What is a human? Come on, so you got to speaking speaking of uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Um, I uh, so I looked up. Um, uh, oh God! What was her name that we just talked about uh, just a couple of minutes ago? Uh, uh, Jingles Lodestar. Jingles yes. Lo- Jingles Lodestar. So I decided to look uh, look up Jingles Lodestar and uh, see who played her. And uh, she was played by an actress named Cynthia Sykes, who yeah. uh, eventually became um, Cynthia Sykes Nor- uh, Yorkin, who uh, she married Bud Yorkin, who was um, who was an actor or whatever. He played uh, in a bunch in a ton of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, Cynthia Sykes was uh, in a lot of uh, grown folks TV um, around th- that time, the, the late seventies. She was in mm-hmm. like a lot of episodes of like Magnum PI and those kinds of things like that, right? Um, and emergency police woman falcon crest heart to heart a lot grown folk shows right mm-hmm. and then at some point she just kind of like 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 dropped out of of like entertainment for the most part she she mm-hmm. did like some some appearances here and there but that was about it but then she comes out of nowhere and somehow she was a producer on blade runner 2049 really huh, that's, yeah that's actually kind of interesting i never would have put it that is in. Jingles Lodestar though. Jingles Lodestar. Jingles Lodestar. Yeah. That is the most awkward name. I don't care. That's a very anime name. I feel like that should be a character in like Trigun or something like that. Yeah, that's the only way that could work. That's like some some weird um like gunman on the on the on the planet. Yeah. It's the only way that, or something like that. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's just such a weird name that yeah, that's got whatever, man. That, that as long as it worked for them, I guess. So where were we? Um, so uh, there's, a big, there's a big battle here, and the the yeah. uh, um, so once I starts retreating here, and somebody says the creeps are retreating, and so being called a creep back in the '80s, yeah, that was a that was a that was a big insult. Yeah, it was like oh man, he's a creep. A creep. Like oh Jesus, I don't I don't want I don't, I don't want to get involved with any creeps. Yeah, that's. <laughs> It, it, especially on TV, man. You know, you know, yeah. creep, and uh, you know, another one, another big one back then was um, was jerk. He called somebody, somebody was a jerk, man. Ooh, that was it's like dropping a bomb on somebody. Yeah, I, I call people jerks all the time now. Yeah, like ah, yeah. what a jerk, you know, like whatever. But it's like, like oh, I guess jerk, like oh, like on Ooh. like 1985 TV, dude. She, mm-hmm. Man, like what like growing pains? If if somebody had called like you know, one of the Mike Seaver a jerk, man, that would uh, dude, he would have fought that guy. So yeah, I gotta say this though. Um, we had, I call back to the the episode where uh, there was a there's a like a I guess clone or a, a facsimile of Optimus Prime. 
uh, maybe a mimeograph if they were in the 80s here mm. of uh, Optimus Prime. And, uh, you know, Starscream is like, or no, uh, yeah, Starscream goes like, Optimus Prime. So they're all on the ship together. Soundwave knows what's going on. He sent Laserbeak out to scan Optimus Prime, to 3D scan him. Mm-hmm. They make a 3D model scan clone of Optimus Prime. He walks out and Soundwave goes, Optimus Prime. And uh, you're like, dude, you're right there the entire time. You know what's happening. Why would you react this way? You're like one of the smarter ones. What the hell? Um, so yeah, arguably the smartest of the of the Decepticons. Um, yeah, so the other thing here though is that um, they have so they have like like a, a reliable like copy like a scan of Optimus mm-hmm. Prime and yeah. like like almost an Optimum Pride. Like I, I don't like I'm not. Sure. I don't know. If you, are you familiar with that video? Do you know the video I'm talking about? Yes. Of the yes Optimum Pride. I I yeah. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, please go look up Optimum Pride because it's hilarious. Uh, so they have a scan of, of him and they could just make more Optimum Prides. They could just have an army yes. of, of Optimus Prime. Why don't they just do, why don't they do that? It'd be a good episode. Why don't they do that? Uh, because you got I guess they've all got to go in there and control them with the helmets. And uh, what are they going to do? Cool. Well, that'd be super cool if like they decided to not go fight and they had like just like all like 10 of the septicons like just with that, that cool looking that helmet was really cool dude that helmet looked like the helmet that dr arkerville uh genius of science uh wore on his head um not not the famous scientist no not the famous science genius right. the genius of science right science. um uh, so yeah i mean yeah sure it's cool but they were like essentially then you're just drone fighting and then it's going to turn to drone warfare it's just not it's not engaging enough, man. There's no. It'd be a good episode. They, they can blow. They can blow up the the clone chamber, the 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 3D printing chamber. After that, after the at the end of the episode, just so you can't do it again. But yeah, so, so you're basically going to blow up the uh, Terminator facility. You don't think they have another factory ready to make more Terminators? Come on, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Um, yeah. It's just that's that's a jump the shark moment. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. Everything after Terminator Two is jump the shark moment. Uh, so, so the, uh, the fake Optimus, Pri- Optimum Pride, Optimus Prime, and, and the Autobots are back at the Ark, and um, yeah. and uh, like he's just real like pushing the wrong buttons and like, and <laughs> dude, and so he keeps calling out for, for Bum- for Bumblebee, but like <laughs> Ironhide standing there, and I was like, oh, they they misanimated Bumblebee. Oh, my God. I thought <laughs> I, I was like, oh, they, this is gonna be this is a really bad anim- bit of animation, but it was turns out he's. That Megatron doesn't know that the Autobots' names. He doesn't know who he knows the names, but he doesn't know who anybody is. So, you know, the uh, the notes I wrote down from this was Optimus Prime is trying to America Online his way through Google and asks Bumblebee for help, but it's Ironhide and he's confused. Do you think Megatron know them by now? Like, dude, you fought these guys for four million years. Like, you know, I don't expect you to know like the new character who's in an episode. I don't expect know the main cast. I mean, really, at this point, you should know the main cast. Like, Bumblebee, he's small and yellow. So he turns around, he's looking at Ironhide, and Ironhide's like, what? Huh? What? Um, Brian? What? <sighs> the the subtitles for this? I'm Iron Hyatt, Perm. <laughs> Iron Hyatt, Iron Perm. Hyatt. <laughs> Iron Hyatt. I'm Iron Hyatt, Perm. Yeah, man, that's, that's that's my favorite hotel to stay at, is the Iron Hyatt. Um, <laughs> Permanently. So um, yeah, so they're going through this whole thing here, and then but like the real Optimus Prime shows up, and he's on the he's on the like like the 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 monitor, right? And they go, let him in. Like, how are they going to keep him out? They don't have a door. <laughs> well, probably they have a door to that room. 
That's all I have. He's gonna walk he into was, the garage door and like let me in the back door. You're like knocking. He's like, he there's was a key outside. Why yeah. would he, why would he just come in the, door, the way they normally come in? Besides, if there's like a security measure, like if there's like a like a scanner or whatever, you know, that, that lets him in or like a like a like they have like a like a garage door opener or something like that. Yeah. He should have that. He's Optimus Prime. He's the leader of the dudes. He's the main sense. guy. <laughs> like he should have the highest level of security clearance to get into this place. He shouldn't have to yeah. ask to come in. So yeah, like and Spike and Windcharge are the only two sitting there going like, like what's what's up with the Prime? They're like, like they're like talking about their old senile uncle that they're like, is he okay? Do you think he could drive anymore? Um, so I it really occurred to me at this point, all the minibots except for like Bumblebee, all sound like old guys. Gears, Brawn, Wind Charger. They have this like old guy kind of thing going on. Well, maybe Cliff Jumper, but I mean, he's Casey Casey. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, they all sound like a bunch of old guys, the littlest guys. And uh, so he comes in, they like fake Optimus Optimum Pride. Uh, so it's like, shoot him. Come on, bring him in. Let's shoot him, essentially. Like, oh, okay. And they all do it. They don't say like, you know what? Figure out what's going on because all the Autobots are like, oh, okay, sure, man. Let's do this. They all pull their guns out except for Ironhide. Ironhide jumps. They're just, dude, they're ready to just blast the guy. No questions yeah. asked. He jumps in front with a rifle. I noticed this because it's the rifle he has on the trailer of the toy. He never carries it any other time, but he shows up with his freaking rifle in his arms like, hold on, y'all. Hold on. We should figure out what was going on first before we shoot anyone. He's the only guy in the room. Well, actually, Spike and Windcharger are like, whoa, 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 guys, hold up. I know you want to shoot stuff, but let's figure this out first. So they decide to run tests. Like, that, that, that's a logical thing. Because, like, like okay, we have a computer here. We can scan these guys and figure out which one is which. But yeah, the, 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 the problem here, it, it, we find out, is that Teletran 1 can't tell him apart because he's a perfect copy of... Uh, is fake mega fake Optimus Pride Prime is a is an exact copy, so so he he scans fine. So are you saying he's a clone? Yes. No, I'm not saying he's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He's, a, he's an exact. He's an exact copy. He's, he's a, a mimeograph of him. Okay, I got you. Uh, so they scan him. Nothing really happens. They're the same guy. So the Autobots start saying, "Like, let's have a test." Of which gonna, one the the real one's gonna win, obviously, because they're gonna put these they're gonna make these guys like this is like that movie Summer Camp Nightmare where it was like they had to where you had to like prove you were innocent by uh like uh going across like a rope bridge or something like that. Like yeah, uh, this it, was really weird. But something they, they they have like this like like they do like the feats of strength from uh <laughs> from uh Festivus here. So they have like a shooting competition. And then a race. Neither one of these things are things that Optimus Prime is like infamous for. Well, hold on. Now you got last uh, last episode. We saw that they can make it to the geographic center of Africa in less than two hours. So I mean, the dude's obviously got some speed on him. So uh, I don't know. Maybe, but, I mean, he's not, he's not a renowned marksman. You don't know that. He's not renowned for it. <laughs> I mean, so look, they're identical. Why would a race work? That's the other. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. If if, if Teldrain wants us they're identical in every way, like then everything should be even. Yeah, exactly. Like, everything should be a tie. Like, why didn't they just like ask them questions? Like, hey, tell us about 
this thing. Take them in two different places and t- tell us about this time on Cybertron four million years ago. And like, yeah, fake I, Optimus. Yeah. You know, Prime is going to be like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, like, I, I don't know. Uh, he didn't even know, know the names of his, of his dudes. Why didn't he why didn't <laughs> just be like, I don't know. I don't know, uh, Huffer. I will, Jack. I mean, yeah, of course you are. Yeah, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, just uh, if that, that was where he slipped, then like, take them both in a, in, in a separate room and just be like, with like five Autobots and be like, name these five Autobots. Yeah. Name these five. Who are the, who are these people? My old pal, uh, Prowl. Like, like, no, that's jazz. Like that's you burnout. Like who? Like, like spark plug. Is that a spark plug? Spark plug is a guy. Is there a guy called burnout? Is that, is that a name? Is that a dude? Um, probably. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I think there is, I think there is, it's uh, a micromaster later on. Little small transformers, anyways, and they, they rehash names all the time. So, if there's not one, I'm sure someone's made a character of that, but yeah, so probably right, they're identical. Why would race work? So, they all go like I, I'm trying to think how this all kind of played out. I didn't write this to my notes it, it here, got real, it got real jumbled. Uh, here, yeah. Um, so Megatron decides to make a a clone of Starscream also because <laughs> his his master plan here is that um he's they're going to send the clone of Starscream out and the fake he, he's going to basically have the fake Starscream controlled by the real Starscream mm-hmm. challenge the fake Optimus Prime to a duel he's going to throw the fight and that'll prove to the Autobots that that's the real us Optimus Prime because he yeah. won a duel which makes zero sense um, yeah. See, but thinking back, what they should like, they inserted the clone. I'm, I'm calling it a clone from now on because I thought of something a minute ago. I'm going to explain it in a second, but um, I appreciate you. So, I'm right. Okay. They, no, I'm not saying you're right. I'm saying that I came up with a way that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so they inserted the fake uh, Optimus. At that field, right, that ravine where the where the crystals were, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't he, they just have him immediately lead them right into the crystals and blow them all up? Because that was the original plan was for them to go into these crystals and uh, and the colonium crystals and just blow themselves up. Why did they have to go through this whole ruse here? This is silly. This is a waste of time. Dude, if there's one thing you've learned about Decepticons, they do not do anything like straightforward. They waste time. They constantly waste time. If Soundwave was in charge, they would have. That's what they would have done. But he's not. He's uh, yeah, loyal, subcalculating. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, 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 I thought of this. Uh, I thought of this thing, right? Okay. Um, like, you, like you, you and I are uh, remember a, a time before computers were the way they are now, right? So yeah, the way back times. Yes. It was, well, right. So like, you know, there was a, a period where you know you had like IBM PCs. Mm-hmm. And you had, you had like the Apple II or whatever, right? And those were those were the two. And then, then the Amiga came out, right? And then the Amiga died. R.I.P. I love you, Amiga. Um, but then there was there was the IBM PC, and there was and there was the the Apple Mac. Those were the in the mid '90s. Those were the two operating systems, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if you got if you got a if you got a Mac, you, you you had an Apple. If but if you got an IBM PC, like or, or an IBM compatible. It didn't have to be from IBM. You could, you know, any number of people made them. You know, you could buy parts off the shelf or whatever, much like you can now. But um, 
or you could get a gateway or you could get a Dell or um, a, a Packard Bell, which was uh, you know, my weapon of choice back in the back in the day. Anyway, uh, the, the term for those in the mid 90s was clones. They were called IBM clones. That was what uh, computer folks called them. Yeah, so, you're completely unimpressed with this. This is look. I just dug yeah. deep into. I dug deep. You into you try no. You were trying to find a way to say I'm right without saying I'm right, which, which is cool, man. Whatever. Hey, no, I didn't you say you, I didn't say you were right. I said I'm saying that I that I was incorrect earlier. I'm I'm saying that I I had adjusted my attitude. Ergo, I'm, right. I'm right. Okay. Right. There go. I'm right. Okay. I got you. It's it's fine, man. Okay, yeah, fine. You're cool. okay, fine. You're right. You're fine. You're right. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. So, um. <sighs> Look, Megatron wants to send out the clone of Starscream. Starscream freaks out. He thinks he wants to send him out there to die. There's no one paying attention in the Decepticon base. Does no one figure out what's going on? Yeah. So he takes off. Laserbeak goes after him. Laserbeak goes to um. He's like, no, no, you're not going to kill me. Laserbeak goes and has to go and grab him, bring him back in the base. But when that door is open, Windcharger and Spike jump in. So they sent Laserbeak after Starscream. Yeah. Starscream is the second most powerful of the Decepticons. Yeah. Laserbeak is probably like I, I don't know how many Decepticons there are at this point, but he's probably like like the lowest dude on that list. Like like hey man, go uh, go fetch that guy over there. Like like it, it's like it's like hey Death Star Trooper. Hey Darth <laughs> Vader just took off in the space shuttle and the shuttle. Go, go bring him back. Like what what's he gonna do? Like what's what's that guy gonna do? Look, you know, Starscream's having a moment. He's he's having a real real moment right now. He's yeah. um he's losing it a little bit. He's um he's he's not in a good place. So no. yeah. So um whatever happens, it it, it works. Laserweek brings him in, but Windcharger and Spike are like up on the cliffside. They see everything happen, they jump in. They know something's up. They're they've been on this whole thing the entire episode. And they start wandering through the base. And, of course, they get close enough. They start hearing what's going on. And Megatron's like, no, 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 dude. No. I'm not going to shoot you and have you die. We have a cloning machine right here. I'm going to make a clone of you. And Starscream's like, that's a great idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he makes a clone of him. And he says something about, like, I'm like, oh, I, I'll see the most handsome... Uh, Decepticon. He, he, was he was really impressed with the way he looked. Yeah, which is right up his alley, even like ego. And uh, the, so Spike and the Windcharger are learning all about this. And then there's, of course, because they're, they're they have a delayed reaction. There's a uh, intruder alert, and they start leaving for the uh, for the door is closing. Windcharger, like every other Autobot, puts Spike in danger, leaves him back there, jumps to the doors. So he's like, well. All right, uh, see you later, I guess, dude. So he, you know, Windcharger is gone, and uh, you know, and they they find Spike, and of course they're like, "Hey, this guy again. We always capture this guy. Let's torture him. You know, let's hold, hold him captive, and you know, it'll make it you know, harder for the Autobots to do whatever they're going to do to make this you know right again." <laughs> so you know, let me find notes for uh, so Megatron has to say, "Chill, bro. Let's make a clone of you, moron." Um. So, anyways. They have the clone uh, Floptimus, I'll call him Floptimus, uh, has the one-on-one, the Starscream. And they have this whole, like, one-on-one, it's a pretty cool fight, you know, there's lots of action going on, they're they're shooting, it's it's pretty intense. 
and of yeah, course they're back, know, to the, to the, they're back to the one-on-one challenge and yeah. uh that was uh that was pretty cool uh you know that was that was kind of a funny bit before this though where um when starscream was uh, like admiring his clone he's all like i wonder if he's gonna be as brave as i am and like my <laughs> like oh sure he will and it's like you're gonna control him and plops the plops the control <laughs> it's like a subtle shade thrown in there yeah of course he will be dude um so yeah there's this whole thing going on so there's this whole scene where they're standing looking at each other and uh, Optimus Prime just shoots him, blows him up. And the Autobots aren't like, whoa, dude, he, he actually killed him. He As, is the real Optimus Prime. Yeah, obviously. He just he just blew him apart. He's got to be Optimus Prime because Optimus Prime always blows up Starscream. No, this should have been a huge red flag. Like, he usually wants to give him a chance, you know, a little mercy right. or whatever. Yeah that, yeah, that was like, huh. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, then there's all this other business that goes on and then you know there's more confusion and then uh the the fake op is somebody brings up spike let's go save spike and yeah oh yeah so, so he's the is, is like oh he's not he, he doesn't mean anything and then, and then they're like everybody's, everybody's circuits lock up in and a real office primes over there going like I, I was trying to tell you guys the whole time i'm right here i'll <laughs> just calls trailbreaker trailblazer for a second i just caught that does he? Um, yeah, he calls him Trailblazer. I'm like, oh. he's not. He's not a. He's not a Chevy. Come on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a. This is whole like he's unimportant because obviously it's Megatron speaking. They're they're like they're like whoa, dude. Um. So the whole thing unfolds. Everything falls apart. The whole plan is you know is is you know, whatever. But uh. I'm proud that I kind of glossed over the fact that Wind Charger, when he escaped the temporary base, he went right down to the crystals. Yeah. And so uh they're they say basically like, hey, your your friend's dead down in the crystals. Wind Charger rolls out of there and gives us all a, a very, very, very soft science lesson. Like he transformed so his tires insulate him from everything going on. Because apparently, if you just have tires, you're safe from everything, man. What? Because they because they established that like if if circuitry touches those crystals that it just yeah. blows up, yeah. And so, well, I mean, I mean, well, I, what's the proximity? And like, if it's like circuitry with like a metal over it, does that count? Is it electric? Is it Dude, like tires? What? This, made, this made no sense. Um, tires. tires, tires, and uh, and that was it. Ha, tires, and then the, and then the freeze frame, and then it was like the end of a, a Family Ties episode. But uh, there's this great scene where um. Megatron's he's lifting off, he's flying away. And he says, like, this like this, like he's trolling his mustache. You won't catch me, Prime, but here's something you can catch if you can, and throws Spike out of right. the side of the ship. Right. And like it was this weird, like, oh, like we gotta wrap up this thing. Let's just throw him out the side. And Powerglide transforms and goes and does it does what one swipe misses him and he comes back around and catches him. I, see, I felt like he did that on purpose. I feel like I like he was showing off. Um <laughs> oh man um so yeah that's uh that's kind of the end of the episode they they rescue spike they um the fake optus prime is gone and we're all good man it's uh everything's clean no problem yeah um you know i'd be really pissed if our optus prime like guys he was calling you bumblebee ironhide we've known each other for four million years i know who you are yeah so yeah, <laughs> that's a prime problem. That was it. That was a prime problem. Uh, that was a problem, right? Man, this uh, this was uh, 
pretty bad. This, uh, you know, I mean, it was another one that was, it wasn't bad. It was just like, it's just, it's just like another filler episode that like, who cares? Yeah. Um, it's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I mean, the, the clone thing was kind of, was, it was a cool idea, but it was just, mm-hmm. it just, it ultimately it didn't matter. And no, I don't feel like anything really, nothing really advanced or got resolved or, um, you know, like, uh, nobody really got much of a spotlight here. I don't, I don't feel outside of, you know, like fake Optimus and, um, <laughs> Optimus. even the, even the villains, I don't feel like really did, really did too much, uh, cool stuff. Um, yeah. um, yeah, this was just another one of those, like, yeah, it was just there and, uh, not a whole lot to, you know, not, not a whole lot to it. Um, so, I mean, I, like I don't know, the animation was it was all right. There was a couple of funny like loop parts with like Spike would 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 like look around for a minute. It was you know it was prime uh, material to rip off and do a um you know like loop like a a DOS FX song or something in there, you know, have him like rapping <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, um, there's some, plenty of that stuff. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the the one with um with Ironhide where he's looking around where he's where Prime was calling a Bumblebee was uh, that would have been a good one for that too but um so that I mean that said though I mean it was like 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 who cares man I'm gonna have to I'm gonna give this uh two oh god two IBM clone PCs from 1990 with Windows 95 out of five um that that's that that's good that's gonna have to be like kid brain and adult brain like a kid brain would have just watched this and been like that was fine it was tra- it was transformers adult brain was just like <laughs> adult brain was like 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 man I, I literally earlier today i i played an extremely fun session of call of cthulhu and uh this was not nearly as cool as that so uh, <laughs> so, so adult brain gives it uh one and a half uh failed sanity checks out of five um man you yeah. fail too many of those you're done uh yeah <laughs> honestly this it was it's one of those uh notorious ones animation wasn't bad um it was just typical afternoon cartoon fodder but i mean it, it was it was fun it, I, it made me laugh as an adult as as a kid I'm, I'm sure i just like didn't really care all that much and i mean at the end of the day it's uh you know it's yeah i'll, I'll give it that's that's pretty fair actually give it a one half flopped in primes out of uh out of five i mean Nothing really to write home about. It was one of those, it was a filler episode. It had a lot of the old characters, like a couple of new characters, that weird transitional uh, stage of the uh, season. That's pretty much, um, it's fair. I mean, nothing else to really say about that. I mean, I laughed at it, but that was for the wrong reason. <laughs> so there's that. But uh, yeah, anyways. So um, do, do, we, do we have uh, like... I mean, are are there going to be like more of of like this? Like, is is it more of this that keeps going, or are we gonna? Um, are, what's what, what's like? Because I, I kept hearing. I mean, you guys kept saying like in the in the Discord and everything that like we were getting ready for for like a lot of like really bad episodes, and I haven't really seen anything really bad yet. I've just seen a lot of things that are just kind of like just meh. Um, there's just great ones coming up: Atlantis Arise, Attack of the Autobots. So that's a ooh. um. Yeah, there's gonna be some pretty rough ones. <laughs> Auto Berserk. Uh City of what do, we have, what do we have next year? We have next we have um next we have um yeah Atlanta Atlanta Rise. Oh that's a Douglas Booth. Uh that, that should that should be fun. Um yeah. I at mean, the least that should be fun. It'll be it'll be fun. 
in the worst way possible. It'd be fun. Yeah. That, see, and that, that's I'm totally I'm totally down for that. We have yeah, microbots. Yeah, microbots is a, is a good one. Um, I I like it anyways. The master builders, another oh god, the master builders is really good. And we've got a two part coming up too. We've got uh oh, Megatron's master. master plan parts yeah, one and two, two coming up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't wait personally for um Auto Berserk. That's uh, it's one of my favorite bad episodes, featuring uh, Red Alert and Inferno, and a lot of Starscream too. Oh my! Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what? Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Oh, well, that, that's that's good to that's good to know because uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely need some more fun. Uh, yeah. Right. That, you know, um, Ed. You know, um, I, I've secured something cool coming up really uh, in the near future. So, um, that uh, there, we'll keep teasing that. A really cool little thing I, I've been working on for a while. I think it's about to come to fruition, but I'm not going to say anything else about it because I want to be a surprise. So uh, I'll leave that there. But um, I want to wrap up by saying thanks for everyone for um, joining the small but growing community on the Discord. Um, and if you want to, you know, it's pretty positive uh, people around there, people who know varying degrees of Transformers. So if you don't know a lot, you're, you're completely welcome. If you know way too much, you're still welcome. I mean, uh, I'm I'm on there for God's sake. So yeah, I mean, like, God, like obviously, it's, it's, knowing Transformers is not a prerequisite of being on. It's the... a train wreck every week. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you uh, guys wouldn't mind uh, on your on your podcast app, give us a little, um, you know, a link, nice rating of five stars or whatever. If you like the show, a little, you know, say a little blurb if you want to, if you have a little time. If you uh, you're on watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Share the feed with some friends uh, that you think would be into it. That's how we grow, man. We don't, you know, really have any advertising or anything like that. So whatever you guys, you know, do for us, you know, we can enjoy this and get this going, keep it, keep it going strong. Um, so if you just want to send an email, like you just, you know, you're shy, you don't want to you know, get involved in a community. That's completely cool. Also, uh, send the email to more than meets these guys at Gmail or Ed hates transformers at Gmail as well. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for a prime problem. Anything else for you, man? No, I didn't even. I forgot to look up a quote for this week. Also, uh, come on, you are this episode's flopped in the prime. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're gonna go and cut it there, guys. Until next week, roll out. There you go. Thanks, man. See ya. <laughs>